Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For. Did I almost say more than one lesson? I did, because <laughs> we've been away for a while, and sorry, everybody, we didn't do that episode about the Ponderosas oh, from yeah. last season. Sorry, uh, it's, it's been a busy season. Uh, We're going to try and work that in to each episode this season. Right. When it, yeah, when, when it works, that way... I don't know, because there's just because they've really been stepping it up on these Ponderosas. They were very well made, and I'm sad that we didn't talk about them. So as yeah. they happen this season, watch them immediately after the show, because that's what we're going to do. And we'll yeah. talk about them as each episode airs. Yes. Not all at once the at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it took me a minute to figure out uh, what you were saying. So, all right. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And not a lot of time, because uh, the episode was longer than than the usual episode. And um, West Coast, yeah. And so you know, everybody everybody already knew was it's as always. I remembered that. Oh right, I needed to stay off Twitter mm-hmm. uh, for the last several hours. Um, and so going into this season. I got to say, I it's not that I wasn't interested mm-hmm. in the season. It's just that I felt like it was going to be work mm. to make myself interested. I don't know why I haven't felt that in the past when it's new players, you know? Is it the day after Christmas sort of thing? Like nothing could live up to last season because you were anticipating those players so much? It can be that, yeah. yes. Um and I think it's just there. There is an element of just man. We got thirty-two seasons, and even though there's a lot of there's a, a fair number of repeats, it's just like man, there are a lot of people to keep track of. And now I got to do eighteen more. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And each, and then there's also that this a sense of futility, which is like, am I going to have to actually take the time to get to know these people, and then several of them are going to be gone before I even notice or care right that's the beauty of it you oh that's beauty. The, i think it's the brains of it <laughs> that was stupid i'm sorry of me but like we don't have to get to know who got voted out tonight yeah even Done. though the person that got voted out i feel like i was getting a pretty good sense of and would have liked to spend more time with um, it's hard when if you disagree absolutely with the tribe's and, decision yeah and we will we'll get to that at the end but yeah and so it's just it took. It was taking me a while to get in, back into the swing of things, into the into the cadence of Survivor. Yeah. Um, but now that I now that the episode has started, now that I have a pretty a stronger sense of who a lot of these people are, not everybody, but who a lot of them are, I'm feeling better about all mm-hmm. of this. How did you feel going in to just in general, like when the cast was announced, when the theme was announced, when the cast was announced, and then just getting into this episode i'm more excited <laughs> about all the medevacs than i am about brains bronze beauty which is sad and it's going to be a really probably frustrating way for a lot of these players to go out yeah and i hope all of them are okay you know yeah in real life um but if there wasn't that additional kind of montage that's been thrown at us several times yeah i would feel a little bored right now as well i think the thing that gets me about the brains brawn beauty thing is that even the people themselves are wondering 
why is this happening? Like, yeah. like Ty, who's by his own admission that he has a, a confessional where he talks about like, I'm a skinny little guy and I'm bald. What am I doing on the beauty tribe? And then he says, he's like, I don't know, maybe beauty's found on the inside. And my first thought was bullshit. No offense to him. Uh, but it's just like, is that, did the, did the producers include that as a way of saying like, no, see, we're saying beauty could be whatever. And in the same, and I don't just mean to talk about like people that we wouldn't view as, as attractive. That can be fairly subjective, but I think there's also this idea of, you know, we were talking about somebody, uh, Blondie, whose name is, I think, Alicia. Yeah. Um, we were wondering, like, what is she doing on the Braun tribe? Right. And it just, like, I don't know, every year it this happens. It just skews everything. And when two of them are physical attributes and one of them isn't, yeah, it confuses things. I, I just don't like, it's not my favorite division of tribes. Yeah, like when we look at, at the guy who was on Big Brother, he was a, uh, you know, he was in the army. He's pretty ripped. And no question, like he's a good-looking guy. If you were to shift him over to the Braun tribe, would anybody question it? Of course right. not, you know. And and that's the thing. Yeah, there's two fi- there are these two physical That's Caleb, elements. by the Caleb, way. Caleb, yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um that's the other thing that I was iffy about podcasting about this season because last season was the best possible season to start a podcast with right. because we already knew everybody. We could do our homework. Yeah. Which I did. And this time around, I'm going to be iffy on names and that's probably how it's going to be. This is, uh, you know, this is not, Rob has a podcast. We don't get paid to do this. You it's know? true. But, you know, shout out, shout out to my mom for making us a cheat sheet. So adorable of her. Yeah. I printed it out. I'm not going to, not ashamed. We're yeah. using it, and it helps. I mean, you know, Survivor puts out just little tidbits on everyone, and she just compiled it for me, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it is very handy just to rem- just at the very least remember. It's like, oh yeah, apparently there's someone named Elizabeth, um, Liz, Liz indeed. So yeah, uh, so the whole brains brawn beauty thing, I feel like. Whether it be that or the, like the white collar, blue collar, no collar, yeah. it's just they're that at least all had to do with the same thing, their profession, right? But then he this is just iteration. These three words go together well. It's, yeah, it's a turn of phrase. Is it? It's whatever. It, I don't know. It's whatever. And and, the f- and then the and then remember uh, in season twelve, you had like old versus young men and versus yeah. women. It's like, okay, that's all well and good, except on the old tribe is a 32-year-old woman. Yeah. Like, I think I'd be more impressed with it or I'd be more struck by it if they were, if it was a clear delineation. So on 12, I don't I don't know about that season, but the first Brain Brown Beauty, mm-hmm. it was an afterthought. They cast yeah. everybody and then decided to, to put them into these categories. So it didn't quite make sense. Right. Today, it didn't quite make sense, but theoretically, this should have been well thought out. Right. This does, like the the inclusion of Ty on the beauty yeah. tribe, and the only reason I, I, I am singling him out is because he singled himself out in a confession. Um, Alicia, the the blonde on Braun, should be on the beauty tribe. Yeah. It's, it's you know, the brain, like you said, the brains, that one usually makes sense. That's It's clear. But at the same time... I'm trying to remember what they look like. Are any of them beautiful? Uh, or particularly husky? Well, I'll say that uh, the... Um, what's his name? 
uh, Joe, the former FBI agent, who is, while he is 72, he's ripped. He is he's ripped. huge. Yeah. He's like Tony huge. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm sure any people, anybody would say, well, he's 72. How, how strong is he going to be? And it's just like, okay, he might give out sooner, but he might be the strongest guy on the island. Yeah, you know? not necessarily either, though. Yeah. You know, so it's it's hard to say, and I it, it all just seems so arbitrary, to right? Me, which is why, along with it's, you can tell the producers just thought, okay, well, even though it's brains, bronze beauty, we need to frame this a different way, and this is the disaster season, the season where. You know, we, you and I, were, as we were watching, we we're making jokes that it's entirely possible that the winner of this season is simply the last one, the one who doesn't get medevaced. Yeah. Um, where it's literally, it turns into a horror movie. And I will use that to transition into the most horrific aspect, the nightmare-inducing aspect of this episode. Now, I want, I did make an alien reference while we were watching it. In Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, the character Chekhov gets this space bug put into his ear. Oh, that's that right. Just, that burrows its way into his brain and controls his brain. That didn't occur to me immediately, but there's just something... Poor Jenny. Oh, oh. my gosh. And when it crawls back out, it's so tiny, I thought, is that the spawn of the bug that crawled into her ear? I know. I thought... Are we going to see like a dozen more of those little things yes. crawling out that it is so it is it, like I, I had this thought of if I were her and this is the first time we've seen anything like this bug bites are one thing it is now inside you yeah. causing you to bleed which means it is digging yeah. into you deeper and deeper to the point where it's like can you get can medical even get this thing out you could just tell she was not faking it. Not at all. That she was in horrific pain. Like, I remember when I had kidney stones and, you know, you'd be talking and then, and then there's just a jolt of pain hmm. um, and everything like, and there's no predicting it. It just shows up. And that's how she was. She would be talking in a confessional right. or with other people and then suddenly just let out this horrible scream of pain. I do like that. They kept that confessional. Yeah. It's. That was that is one of the most brutal things I've seen on Survivor. I really thought a medevac was going to happen. Yeah, because no, they can't just come out to the island and pick it out. I thought she's going to have to be evacuated. Yeah, or I mean, maybe they could put drops in her ear. That I would did, have killed I it. I think yeah, because that's the kind of thing that they could put drops in her ear and she could conceivably continue. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, but this is one of those. I, I've I don't think I've ever thought this before. Where, because usually by the time I think, oh, they should bring a doctor out there, the doctor is usually on his way. This is one, this is maybe the only time, like, why are the producers not doing yeah, anything about yeah. this? Yeah, I thought that several times. I thought she's bleeding at yeah. this point. It's getting deeper and deeper. Your opportunity is, is going away here. The window of opportunity is, is shutting. I seem to remember that the, like, the player has to ask for it. I Unless they've so. passed out or it's clearly life-threatening. Yeah. Man, oh, man. And I mean, when that thing came out, yeah, it was super small. And both of us were like, "What? hang on a minute. I feel like this isn't over. But her demeanor was so, so different. 
That's the only reason I believed it. that was the bug. Exactly, exactly. I can't believe it just waddled right back out of there. I know. It's just like, well, I've made somebody's life miserable. My job is done. Um, like, what did it take for it to realize? Maybe it was drowning in blood. Maybe. For it to turn around and go back the other way. That was insane. It was really harrowing. And that is, that is to me, one of the more memorable aspects of this season or any season. When, when people talk about the ravages of the environment. Yeah. This for me is a new one. Yeah. A, a new, a new element. Um, and it's entirely possible. It could go on for 32 more seasons and that will never happen again. It's true. It Day two seems monstrous. to be rough. Just, oh. I could have, I could have nightmares about that. That's real horrible. I'm sorry. We can move on. I, I got an ant in my ear once, but I like got my finger in in time to squish it Ugh. and I heard it. I had a piece of glass in my ear after oh, a car no, accident, no, no. It was, and it was Mm-mm. rattling around in there, and then it fell out in the shower. But, um, but that's different. Like, that's a situation where the the glass wasn't sentient and <laughs> trying to hurt me. Um, so okay, so <laughs> moving on. Uh, yeah. Any other first impressions of this episode? Um, I mean, aside from certain players, um, that's sure. about it. I, that the challenge was brutal. It was a really was good first long. challenge. There were a lot of a lot of elements, to element that. like um, sections to yeah. it. And who would have thought that that one of the most challenging parts of the challenge is just getting your boat on land? Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, but you know, it's one of those where it's just like that's where I feel brains, brawn, beauty is skewed because theoretically like the brawn members would get their boat right up there first and they did seem to get it up there faster than the others but they were so far behind that it just right. kind of worked its way work you know worked itself out anyway but yeah and uh then the boat was falling off for the beauty tribe while they were getting their wheels on it just yeah. looked like it looked almost old school as far as survivor challenges do you like that or you do, do you not like that? I kind of like it. Ah, uh, good question. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. It kind of harkens back to it, but they refined it. Yeah, like yeah. the puzzle is new school. The idea of sure. getting the or, the oars is a mixture of the two. But the yeah. one it's just the simplicity of, hey, you have to move this heavy thing. Yeah, exactly. That's you know? very old school. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. Um, so... And then I will say that uh, without going into the details about Final Tribal, it was a very effective Final Tribal. I liked it a lot. Um, there was a tie at the end. Why aren't we going into details? Because I want to. I I want to double back and did I say Final Tribal? Sorry, it's not the final. That's at the end of the season. Sorry. So just sure. try just regular yeah. good old meat and potatoes uh, <laughs> Tribal Council first Tribal. Um, because I didn't want to go into the detail of that before g- doubling back and just talking about some of the more notable people. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Um, and I guess it, it'll probably just be easier for me to just go tribe by tribe. Yeah, absolutely. So, because it's the first page in our in our cheat sheet that was printed off by your mother for us. Um, <laughs> which now that I say it out loud, it really does sound odd. <laughs> We're professionals. Um, Act professional. So... Looking at the Brains Tribe, uh, a couple of people jumped out to me. Mm-hmm. So Debbie is clearly going to be a big character, for good or ill. She's she's a strong person. She's a little odd, and I think that's going to rub her 
her uh, tribe the wrong way. I said at the end of the show, and I'll, I'll repeat it to here, that if I ever went on Survivor, I would pray to be on a tribe with someone like Debbie because then you just sit back. And you know you're not first out because she's going to rub everybody the wrong way. Which led me to a thought that I saved for this. Okay. Which is, you know, a lot of people, when you're fans of Survivor, it's just a matter of time before you you, you ask could I do this? And then you start to wonder, okay, well, where would my strengths be? Where would my weaknesses be? And, you know, and I, I'm, I feel like I'd be way more weakness than strength, but I feel like one of my strengths would be a social, my social game. But then I, then somebody like Debbie comes up or Shamar or Philip, people that I just make me so uncomfortable that even though people would want to keep them around as goats, Boston Rob kept Philip all the way to the end. Yeah. And they are effective goats. Yeah. I don't think I would be able, it's just like, I can't, I can't live with this mm-hmm. for 40 days. Mm-hmm. I literally just cannot. And so I feel like I might wind up shooting my strategic game in the foot and my social game in the foot because I cannot stand to be around this person. And I feel like then that they would might be, make you look crazy then. That's the other thing. Yeah. And just the amount I, of work it took to keep Philip that long is that's a lot. That's a, I'll cut him a check for a million dollars any day because yeah. the amount of work Rob put in to do that. That's a lot of work. And I think nobody, including us realizes what 24 hours a day for 40 days really looks like. You don't hang out with your spouse that long. You don't hang out with yeah. any of your family members that much. That's a lot of work. And that's the thing. Boston Rob not only was able to keep Philip around, which is to say, uh, convince other people to yeah. keep him around. He had to keep himself from murdering. Him. <laughs> that's right. And that would be the hard part for me. Yeah, um, I, I would become a very much a worse person, a worse person, the worst version of myself. Yeah, my social game would go out the window. And like to the point that I mean, when I watch season, like when I watch Caramoan, for example, which is Cochran's winning season. Yeah. So it had Shamar, it had Philip, and all that. I feel like for me, the season doesn't start until after the merge, after Philip is gone, um, because part of me is like, okay, well, now we can actually just have people that are serious about playing and not and not interested in pumping themselves up or just being horrible. I think what's different or interesting about Philip compared to some of these other characters that you're bringing up is that in that season, they were all able to rally around that and kind of roll their eyes at each other, but also just play it up and play around with it. Like, Hey, we're out here having fun. We're returning players. Um, let's just go with it. We all know how he is. It created camaraderie. It didn't create stress. Yeah. Um, and then it actually did, you know, when when it came time for the uh, the three amigos to basically make sure that all three were immune and we need to take out somebody, they could have gone after Andrea, they could yeah. have gone after Cochran, but the one they went to went after, they thought, well, Philip's kind of in charge and he's bad for morale. People will be happy with us if we take out take him out, which was actually kind of true. Um, and so he does make for a good true, shield but not the best strategic. Point. No, play. it wasn't because immediately you know they were they were gone. But, um, but yeah, so it's a it's a it's a two pronged thing. And good for you for for saying like, hey, I I want someone like that around because I feel like 
even if theoretically I do, I, I don't think I would be able to keep somebody like that around. That's a really valid point because I would become so excited to have the crazy girl on my tribe that I think I might end up sabotaging my own game because I would be like, hey, guys, you see what we all have here? We have a gold mine, right? And try and sometimes when you try and build camaraderie with other people over yeah. negativity and you try too hard, you become just as annoying. Yeah, yeah. You If you try to force it, it has to happen organically. Exactly. Um, so, okay. And yeah, and so Debbie is kind of in that position where... Um, there is a strength to her and she was able to, you know, when, 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 uh, Aubrey was kind of losing it a little bit and having a breakdown, yeah. she was able to be kind of motherly and, and be there for her. And so I feel like if she just tweaked her personality a little bit, she'd be a really good leader of the tribe, mm-hmm. but she, I don't think she can do that. And so I think she's going to be in trouble. Oh, definitely. Um, I don't really remember much about Liz. I mean, rather than going through person to person, yeah. does anyone else stick out to you on on brains? I like Neil. He he strikes me as a very specific type of person. Uh, I think he has potential. He he's able to step outside more so than most. He's able to step outside and assess everybody mm-hmm. from the outside. And some of my favorite players are able to do that. Yeah, he had good confessionals. Yeah. Because I think he's just, I think he's very observant and I think he's very uh, sort of discerning in how he can, in how he uh, assesses people. And so he's somebody that I'm kind of keeping my eye on. I don't think anybody's going to come after him because I also think he knows when to keep his mouth shut. Yeah. And I don't know. I I feel like he's, he could go a long way because on top of everything else, he's young enough and and fit enough to probably be not necessarily a challenge threat, but to hold his own. So. His, his tribe is not going to see him as a weak link. And then once the merge comes along, depending on who all is there, he'll probably be able to, to pull it out if he needs to. But he also won't be seen as an obvious physical threat. So I feel like, you know, I'd say keep an eye on Neil for going to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, they predicted Joe may be medevaced. Any truth to that? I don't know. I mean... Older people tend to give out, uh, you know, as we were talking about before, tend to give out earlier. Um, but it's but the older people that give out uh, an injury is one thing. But mm-hmm. like, you know, when your body just says, no, I'm not having any more of this and they have to be removed, they tend to be a little bit out of shape. But even so, I mean, he's 72 now. He looks good for 72. Um, Which fun. Yeah. So it says 72 on here. He said 71 in his confessional today. Oh, Not okay. that it matters. I just want to make sure. Well, everybody knows that year from 71 to 72 <laughs> makes all the difference. I just mean I didn't want us to look like we didn't know right, or right. weren't paying attention. Um, yeah. And so Maybe he turned 72 at some point during this game. And I think he's probably an intelligent guy. And I think I like him quite a bit. And he might I stick do. around for a got, while. Yeah, he might. It when you see things like Aubrey breaking down, all of a sudden you yeah. can see how quickly the tables can turn for one player or another. Yeah. Their position might change. Because the younger people were saying like, hey, you know. Four of us. Four slam of us. Dunk. Two, and then two older people. Meanwhile, the older people are the ones that are hanging, you know. Keeping it together. They're very strong. They're right. able to control their emotions and just and hang in there. Meanwhile, one of the... 
not the youngest person, but one of the younger people right. was the first one to start to lose it. And so he could wind up being, he could, he could wind up being just a very strong, almost leader type force on that tribe. Yeah. So, um, okay. So we're going to switch over to Braun, which we got to spend the most time with because right. of, uh, because they lost the challenge. Um, a lot of these people actually stuck out to me. Um, Scott's very interesting to me and not just because he's an NBA player. I think his yeah. interesting game. Yeah. Um, I think he is sort of taking the lead. He has a very, he has a very definite idea of what he wants and there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't know if I agree with his logic. Yeah. He looked at between, uh, Alicia and Darnell, he without batting an eye said Darnell. Yeah. And that to me is very strange thinking. And the same with Kyle, just naming it at tribal. There's, there's a strategy to that, but it doesn't often take you to the end. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know. It's, I mean, they're de- clearly Scott is a very physically strong player. I think he's probably a mentally strong player. And I think he'll be able to adapt as the game goes along, but I also yeah. think he's going to be a target. Right. Um, the person I think, I'm trying to look in these tribes, like, which is the person that I think has the potential to go to f- go the farthest? Uh, I think Kyle uh kyle jason and for some reason i thought his name was jason maybe he goes by his last name i'm not sure maybe um the bounty hunter (laughs) i think i i think he's a smart guy and he has a pretty good social game you said he reminded you of uh chris yes he reminded me yeah of of uh chris doherty Mm -hmm. who was the winner of season nine Mm -hmm. spoilers sorry whatever whatever um you know, it was 23 seasons ago. <laughs> Catch up, uh, people. And so... I like... That's that's an interesting pick. I like Jenny the best. Jenny. Wait, oh, absolutely. I mean... Yeah. She just seems badass. Yeah. She had... Let's go back for a moment. She had an animal burrowing into her brain. <laughs> and she thought, oh, man, how's this, uh, this going to affect me for the challenge? How about this? If it were me... Which admittedly, I, I don't like to be uncomfortable. But if it were me... I'd be I'd, so terrified about my hearing. Yeah. Is I'd that what say, you're going to say? Sorry, I interrupted. I'd basically say like, oh, the challenge. Yeah, to hell with the challenge. Uh, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and if everyone said, really? I'd be like, you're going to ask me, really? I have a, an animal in my head. So I'm leaving. This was fun. Sorry. Really, though? Quitters never get asked back. Do I want to come back if I've had that experience? What if you have to forego being a part of the whole survivor community? That would bum me out. But you know what? I feel like anybody, if you volunteer, if you leave because there is a bug in your head, I think anybody says... It doesn't sound that bad, though. Like, I had a bug in my ear, so I left. Okay. When you put it that way, yes. I had a bug burrowing into my eardrum to the point that I was bleeding. That's different. And I feel like other... I feel like other. I just feel like survivors are badass, and they would be like, "Dude, you lost your hearing. You went on to win the season. You're awesome." But if you quit, it's just you had a bug in your ear, so you left. I mean, frankly, even if she gets voted out in the next episode, sure. I think she has proven. I definitely think that it, through that whole ordeal, she has proven to her tribe that, like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm in this. I'm in this to win it. You yeah. know, for this tribe. 
And so I can work my way through pain. I guess which impresses me so much about her because we're talking about how well she did to to tell her tribe that she was in it. Whereas that could be seen as a negative. I'm in this so much for myself that I don't care if I go deaf in one ear. And she didn't come across that way at all. So I think she's very, very good player. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like keeping an eye on her would be would be pretty good. Um, I mean, I got a pretty good sense of, of all of these people. I got of a course. pretty good sense of Sydney mm-hmm. as well. Um, Alicia, I feel like should have gone instead of Darnell. I feel like she made a. I could see what she was trying to do when Scott was asking her if she had the idol, and she's like, "I haven't said if I, I haven't said I do. I haven't said I don't." And it's like, okay, you're trying to maybe leverage something so that people don't vote for you. So that you don't, you know, in case you play the idol or something like that. Um, But it just seemed... Idiotic? It seemed a very specific kind of coy, an annoying type. That if it were me, if if I was Scott and I go to somebody to say, hey, you're scheming too much. And then she comes back at me with that. I was like, all right, she's out, right? It just, if you're going to play the bat and eye, wink, wink, whisper, yeah. cute girl thing, you better do it as well as Andrea or Parvati, or otherwise yeah. you just look like an idiot. And I don't think she thinks of herself as that type of girl. No, but I think she didn't know what to do. She stammered and then took that approach. Yeah. And to, to me, if your back is up against the wall, if you're one of two people everyone is talking about and you know that, you out with it immediately. Yeah. No, I don't have it. I'm screwed, you guys, unless you save me. Yeah, that's the thing is just really making it clear because people like to be flattered mm-hmm. and to say like and to play this card and it it might be seen as kind of a kind of a sexist card, but women in, on Survivor have played in the past, which is like I need you guys, you big strong guys, to right. help me. I'm I'm lost without you. Right. You know. Um, she couldn't even take the cap off before I was starting gonna, to write a name. I, I mean, come say, on. Shortly girl after, should be on the beauty tribe. That's true. Well, Braun is not, you know, the, nobody says brain here. It's um, What's funny is that when you say Braun and you think like thug or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it, it's only kind of a connotation with men. But I guess it can apply with women. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and there was that's this unfortunate. element. Yeah. And the fact that she's blonde. It's yeah. like. Blonde who's not very smart, obviously, she'd be on the beauty tribe. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, shortly after saying uh, that she's like a mental giant or whatever it is, now she's talking about her will and a will to stay in the right, game. Right, and Darnell c- cried at the tribal yeah. and she didn't. Yeah. Um, and so, but shortly after saying, I'm a mental giant, <laughs> she starts writing Darnell with the cap of the pen and so you know but we we all you know we all make dumb mistakes at times so was there anybody else that jumped out at you in the no i guess we kind of covered everybody yeah um all right so lastly we've got beauty um there are an interesting tribe yeah there are a few people on here that jumped out uh at me i wish i could say that more of the women did but they really didn't Um, um only julia did and not in a good way yeah, because she was her whole thing was talking about like people have an idea of what a sorority is, and that's kind of it. I mean, think about when you were nineteen. How much life experience did you have to pull from? That's the other thing I didn't realize until I just looked here how young she is. Very. Nineteen might be the youngest. I think there was I an eighteen year old is. at some point, but it's this is really young for Survivor. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a gamble on the producer's part. 
because she just fell right into what we think any 19-year-old who is cast is going to do and say. Yeah. And, you know, it just it speaks to this thing of like, and I've said it before, and I don't like saying it, but that it is, I feel like, rare for a very attractive, sociable, probably physically weak young woman to really do great on the show. You have mm. somebody like a Parvati or an Amanda. Natalie. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it took me a moment to, it's, and the fact that uh, she did win, yeah. but it's, it took me a moment to realize who you're talking about. Um, it's odd that there are two Natalies that have won. I think it's not that odd. It just seems strange it's to pretty me. Pretty generic name. Um, but yeah. I think I, without her Southern charm, she might yeah. not have. Which, yeah, which admittedly she has that and so good for her. But it's almost like when you and I talk about Amazing Race, there's always going to be a team of two blondes. And yeah. and I don't mean to speak ill of, of blonde women or anything like that. They often perform better than other other teams expect. But it, it almost seems like a type of like, look, it's a, we need to have attractive women on, in their bikinis on the island. Nobody expects them to do well. And if they do, hey, great, but we don't expect it. And they're just very interchangeable and very forgettable, you know. And then you'll think, also have a certain type of alpha male. Yeah. Not so many this time around, though. Not yet. Not yet. I think Survivor has done a good job. The producers have d done a good job of casting those people and then having them surprise us and having them be very interesting or very insightful yeah. or do very well. Yeah. Um, I don't think Julia is going to be one of them. I do not. Um, and yeah, and I would like to. I and would another, like to keep an eye on these other on these other two as well. Yeah, in other you know typical survivor stereotyping is is Ty. He's an interesting character. I feel like older Asian men don't do very well on tribes either. Yao Man is an anomaly and an exception to this yeah. rule, but we could list three or four that are ostracized that rub their tribe the wrong way. Well, and, and that's the thing is, you know, obviously we're not trying to say that there's something like wrong, inherently wrong with these, uh, these older Asian men. No, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that like, what's the, Yule was fairly young, but what's the difference between Yule and cowboy? Right. Well, cowboy, not unlike Ty is from a different culture. Yeah. And is old enough to be somewhat set in his ways and then brings all of that to this circumstance and is just very used to whatever it is he does and just isn't able to adapt completely. And it's such an, in his case, both of them Vietnamese. Yep. And it's such a different type of culture, I think, that it just other people just don't know how to deal with them. And I'll say a lot of it has to do with the tribe that they're put on. I think if yeah. Ty was on the Brains tribe with two older people... Those three might be contenders. Like True. they could be an alliance, but he is with five younger people. Yeah, he's well, he's one of the he, older people in the game. Yeah, he's fifty-one. The next oldest is thirty on their tribe. That's crazy. that's hard. That means he could have given birth to any of these kids. Yeah. So I think he got dealt a rough hand. Going and looking for the idol is not genius either and then yeah, he, telling people that and asking for five more minutes to keep looking for it is bizarre i mean he did once they were there he changed from i to we 
and basically act as, as though like, well, hey, you guys know that I'm looking for it. So yeah. if I find it, I'm going to tell you. I, he didn't come out and say that. But by saying we, that's what's implied. So it's like, all right, you did the best you can do in that circumstance. Step two is don't get in that circumstance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and it's weird because he squandered a lot of goodwill. The, everybody on that tribe really liked him yeah. and found him very approachable, kind of wise, um, The upbeat. girls wanted a, an alliance with him. Yeah, and then you see this thing and suddenly nobody wants to touch him. Yep. Um, and yeah, so he kind of shot himself in the foot there. Uh, and then I think the other person that jumps out on the tribe is Caleb, mm-hmm. who was on Big Brother. The army veteran. Yeah. Interesting story there, and I'm, I'm yeah. a lot of potential there. And that's the thing. He has tremendous experience going through tough conditions, and I think from the survival standpoint, I think he will do very well. But from a social standpoint, a strategic, a strategic standpoint, he was on Big Brother, and other people know he was on Big Brother. So I think they're going... Yeah, the now, sorority chick. Who cares? <laughs> that's true. Well, you know... Uh, but, I mean, his performance on Big Brother got her to trust him. It's, hey, right. he was loyal. Right, so it's not a problem. Yeah, but at the, the flip side is, oh, this guy has reality show experience. Sure. He, he came into this having uh, strategized. The rest of us watch the show and understand strategy. He actually had to strategize in this circumstance. Um, he's not going to be thrown off by having cameras in his face. The rest of us have to get used to that. He's more used to this kind of thing. So while he was shown to be loyal, I could see some people being suspicious of him being like, he might be too good. We need to, you know, he's physically capable. He has a good story. He has social skills and he clearly shows that he can strategize. I feel like he's going to be a, he's very much going to be a post uh, an immediate post merge target. Mm-hmm. But he might be able to he might be able to to get past that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he can absolutely get people on his side. Um, I enjoyed watching him. I enjoyed listening to him. Yep. Um, so he's somebody that I like to like to keep watching. So, um, yeah. And then to to maybe wrap things up. Yeah. That the the final tribal was interesting. Uh, you don't expect ties um, that early. Not necessarily, but with such a small tribe, it's feasible. People yeah. are still finding their footing. They're figuring out who their alliances are with. And that's the other thing. It wasn't one alliance versus the other. Right. It was literally, it's going to be one of these two. Which one of these two that we're not aligned with them? So which of these two do we want gone? You know, and people just didn't agree. Um, but I'm and curious. I think events at Tribal made there be more confusion. Yeah. Um, and so... Don't I, agree with it. What was that? Don't agree with it. I think Alicia should have gone. Yeah. Hands down. I think it, they're going to realize that when they lose again. Yeah. I th- and yeah, the next time she's, she wasn't helping at camp, she was useless during the challenge. So what does she bring to this? I'm confused. You know, he was sociable. He worked around camp. And the way I see it, yes, he lost the goggles and he did so because he was overconfident in his ability. Okay. That's a mistake you make once and then you never make it again. And so I think he would have learned his lesson and been a very valuable asset in the challenges from then on. And as I pointed out while we were watching the show, Yes, he lost the goggles, but they caught up. So 
what's the problem? They were on even footing. And I mean, I can see it, which is like, if they hadn't lost the goggles, think how handily they would have won, you know, when, totally se- when seconds that. count, you know, but at the same time, that's a valid point, but seconds wouldn't have had to count if Jenny wasn't doing the puzzle basically by herself until Alicia checked out. And yeah, yeah. Uh, no matter what, I think Alicia should have been the first one to right. go for a number of reasons. I think she's just, I also just thought dead weight. Just complete dead weight. And she's not even somebody who is socially just good with people. No. Um, she made social mistakes. And to the point where at the end she's like, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. And partner just wants to say, like, you're next. If <laughs> yeah. we lose again, don't thank me. Yeah. You got yourself three more days because he screwed up worse than you. Yeah. That's it. You don't have an alliance here. I think um, she said something like, I feel so much better now. And it's like, really? You shouldn't. You should not. The only way you should feel better is if you guys win the next challenge, which my guess will be, uh, if they do, it will be without you, um, or without any. Major Let's say they win and she makes it another three days. They feasibly could switch things up at that point. Cause they don't. Yeah. You can't last with six and six and six very long. Yeah, not at all. And, so and she could have a chance, but if she lasts like two more vote cycles, then at that point, that's long enough to actually yeah. get in with someone, and then people start to see you as a reliable number. Yeah. Um, so she could be that. I don't know, but I, I very seldom feel that passionately about like the first vote off. Um, it's true, we don't. But this was ridiculous. Yeah, I just feel like maybe there was choice. more that we didn't see from, you know, more than just the edit. Yeah. Um, and I maybe it's maybe it's that. Um, I got a better sense of Darnell than I usually do from a first boot. Yeah. And I felt like he probably would have been an asset to his team. Poor guy. I mean, how many people are filmed and then aired pooping? Poor guy. Poor guy. Although still, like, get get further out there. Dangerously close to camp. Yeah. Ugh. And then people making jokes about, like, a brown trout. I'm like, I don't like any of this. (laughs) This is super gross. Uh, that's, I recognize why you left it in, but that's cutting room floor material as far as Tyler Smith is concerned. Um, so yeah, uh, so that was the first episode. I am officially excited to keep watching. Yep. Um, I, I partially, I think, I I think I can actually speak better now about my expectations. Part of me thought that by emphasizing medevacs, it's almost like the producer said like, that's all we got. These people There's, are so boring. Yeah. At least they all hurt themselves. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> we, we only hope they hurt themselves as entertainingly as Spencer. Um, but, uh, but now that I, now that I've gotten to know some of these people and I genuinely feel like, and that's the one, uh, sorry, we didn't mention this. Um, everybody seems to know the game really mm. well. They, they'll reference past seasons. And part of me feels like who watch, you know, who watches Big Brother and does not watch Survivor as well? I mean, it does tend to be kind of a trifecta of the three CBS reality uh, yeah. competitions. And so that excites me because when people know the game, they know how to play the game. They're not just going to be stumbling around for the most part. I'm still most excited about the medevacs. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I'm going to be sad when they happen. Um you know, I just think it's going to throw a lot of twists and turns into it because somebody who might have been on top, yeah, suddenly will be out 
Oh yeah. And it will shuffle things. And I think it's just going to make it really interesting. I think for, for me, like for, when I think of somebody like Colton, um, his first season getting medevaced, I remember part of me just Technically. like, for all intents and purposes, he had like every, he, he was assessed at the time as having an appendix issue. I understand that, but everyone says it was crap after the fact. Does he still have his appendix? Uh, I don't know. But um, if he does, it was crap. I suppose. Anyway, maybe it was just gas. Anyway, um, but like when he got medevaced, it's so unsatisfying. Somebody like Colton, you want to see voted out. I think there's going to be a lot of blood. You think it's going to be, ugh. and you can't wait for it. I'm excited. Ugh, it's going to make me so. Only if everyone is actually okay. I'm not at all excited Let's, about people getting hurt. We should check and make sure everybody uh, has a Twitter account. If if a couple people don't, we'll be like, they didn't make it. Oh, my gosh. What? That's so sad. Well, I'm joking. I don't think anybody died this season. I know, but what if someone had? They probably wouldn't air it, would they? I feel like no. I, I feel yeah. like they would not air it. Partially because my guess would be... Uh, there's That's probably a lawsuit, a lawsuit waiting here. to happen. Um, and the last thing that the loved ones of this person... Uh, want to see is this person to, also the season ends at that point yeah they're not going to keep playing the game yeah. if somebody dies so uh but yeah and and maybe and that is there's something to be said for you know the bug in the ear and then just how hot it is and how much people are just kind of lo- spacey and losing their minds okay but why are you doing palm fronds in out in the sun get yourself in the yeah. shade and just, yeah, it doesn't make much sense. It's like, whatever. Anyway, um, but the, I don't know, there's, it's been a while since the show has focused on the survival element. Yeah. It's mostly been strategy and social game for the last several seasons because, you know, the viewers, we all know how hard it is. And so let's just move beyond that. And this season is, yeah, it's hard. Don't forget how hard this can be. People are getting hurt. People are getting bugs in their ears. People are, you know, getting dehydrated. We've moved, like, let's not, let's not forget how seemingly impossible this can be. And where are they again? I already forget. I do not recall. (laughs) Uh, But it doesn't look like somewhere where the survival aspect should be any different than any other season. Yeah. And who knows? They might be in the exact same spot as the, as last season or I think vice versa they were which um, I already forget oh they were in Cambodia yeah so maybe so this somewhere is somewhere in yeah. Cambodia yeah. yeah um and you know la- in last season even though last season came after this season as far as when it was shot sure uh, yeah it's still the same place yes and I don't recall people being horrendously uh I guess there was a, a huge downpour for like a few days. There's always a huge downpour. Yeah. But getting cut doesn't medevac people in other seasons. That's true. So, I don't know. It looks pretty horrendous. Can't really wait. intense. Oh, boy. So, okay. Well, that is going to be it for this episode. It is good to be back. I hope, listeners, you enjoy this. You are always welcome to chime in. Uh, in the comments section of this post at battleshippretension.com. You can email me, Tyler, battleshippretension.com if you have any uh, thoughts or questions. And uh, that is that is it. Um, 
I have forgotten how we ended. I'm sorry. Well, we also love reviews. If you wanted to review oh, yes. us on iTunes, that would be awesome. That would be great. We got to get the word out about worth playing for. Um, so thank you all for listening. As for the rest of you, got nothing for you. Grab your stuff. Head back to camp. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.